0: Welcome to the Agape Words podcast, using the Word of God to transform and to grow. In today's podcast, we're going to be touching on the subject of humility, so stay tuned. Before we begin, I just want us to pray. So Heavenly Father, we welcome your presence into this podcast. I ask Holy Spirit that you would take full control of every word being said. And I pray, O Lord, that everyone who hears this, Lord, that they would have an encounter with you and that your humility would be birthed in them. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. So what is humility? I think before we get to humility, I want us to briefly touch on pride. Pride is when you're full of yourself instead of being full of God. Let's take a look at Psalm 10 verses 4. Psalm 10 verses 4 tells us that in his pride, the wicked man does not seek him In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. When a person is proud, they don't seek God. They don't make any room for God in their thoughts. It's all about what they want to think about, not what God's thoughts are. So a person, when they're proud, they're full of themselves instead of being full of God. And there's no room for God in a person who is proud. Pride is when you don't make room for God. It puts you at the center. But humility is the opposite of this. Humility puts God at the center of the room. Humility says, I can't do it on my own, Lord. I depend on you. Humility says, Lord, I trust you. I may not understand, but I trust you. Humility says, I love you, Lord, and I will obey you. That's what humility says. Humility is when you deny yourself. Instead of becoming full of yourself, which is what pride is. Now let's take a look at 1 Peter 5, 6 to 9. 1 Peter 5, 6 to 9. And it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind, your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. So let's break down this verse. If we take a look at verse 6, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. So first thing to note is that we need to humble ourselves. And how do we humble ourselves? We can ask the Holy Spirit to help us. Humility isn't something that we can naturally birth out in our own selves. Our flesh wants us to be proud. Our flesh wants us to do everything that's contrary to what God wants us to do. So we need the help of the Holy Spirit. So something that we can do, even right now, is that we can take this prayer and we can say, Holy Spirit, please help me. We can say these these, these short these short little things, these short little sentences. Holy Spirit, please help me. Holy Spirit, help me to be humble. And he will come, and he will help us to be humble in Jesus' name. So it says, humble yourselves so that God will lift you up. The only way to be lifted is to be humble. And we see this in the Bible. Let's take a look at Psalm 75, verse 7. And we're going to see a scripture about this. Psalm 75, verses 7. And it says that it is God who judges. He brings one down, and he exalts another. That's an NIV. In the King James Version, the New King James Version, it says, But God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. So whether someone's going up or down, ultimately it's in the hands of God. And the Bible also tells us that God resists the proud. The only way to go up, the only way to go up is for you to go low. God needs to increase in you. When you decrease, when you go low, God can increase. And when He increases, He can exalt you. Whether a person is being promoted or demoted, is ultimately in the hands of God. And we can even see this in the story of King Saul. We can see this with him and David. King Saul knew that there was something so special about David. David was this young, young guy, and everyone seemed to like him. The woman would chant, Oh, Saul has killed thousands, and now here comes David, and he's doing tens of thousands. So, King Saul was jealous. And he knew that this was a potential replacement for him. He knew that this person has the capacity to take my spot. Whether he'll do it in a fair or foul way, I don't yet know. And so he was always trying to get rid of David. He'd be throwing spears at him, he'd send his men to go and kill him. But ultimately, it is God who chooses who is lifted. And who was put down. And while David was going through this process of being chased down, of being threatened, of having his life threatened, he was also being pruned. He was being made humble. It takes humility to not retaliate when someone wants to do you harm. He was being pruned. He would always go to the Lord and humble himself before the Lord, asking the Lord for help, being real with him. That's what David would do. And he was exalted while Saul was cast aside. He was appointed and anointed king in place of Saul. God made that decision. He chose to exalt David and he put down Saul. So we need to humble ourselves, and God will exalt us. And the next scripture I'd like us to take a look at is Philippians 2, verses 8. Philippians 2, verses 8 says, I'm being found in appearance as a man. He humbled. Jesus humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. If we take a look at the story of Jesus, Jesus was always humble. Whenever God told him to do something, he would obey, and that requires humility. Even if he had his own thoughts, he would surrender to God's will. When he was in the garden, he, he, had, he was saying to the Father, I know, Lord, this is the cup you have for me. If there's any chance that this cup can pass me by, but not my will, Lord, but yours be done. He wanted the cup to pass by inside because of everything he was experiencing and he knew he was going to experience. But he ultimately knew that the Father's will was more important, so he cast his own will, his own desires aside. That requires humility to say, Hey, this is the way I want to go. But Lord, instead, I'm going to choose your way. That requires humility. And it was that humility that he humbled himself with that led him to become our Lord and Savior. It took humility for him to come down from heaven in the form of a man, live in a life that it wasn't had nothing to do with regality or royalty. He came from a heavenly abode to become the son of a carpenter. There was nothing wealthy or rich about his family, but he got so low to the point that he would humble himself in such a way. And he continued to humble himself. Judas, he knew, would betray him And sell him off to the Sadducees and the Pharisees so that they could crucify him. And yet he still washed his feet. That requires humility. To forgive your enemies. To forgive those who hurt you. Who harm you. Who talk bad about you. And then he got up on that cross. That took humility. He didn't deserve to die. He was the most faultless man. He was sinless. He was blameless. There was nothing wrong he did. He was falsely accused. Falsely accused, but he humbled himself to the will and to the plan of God so that I, so that you, so that all of us could be saved. The Bible tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. It was always about giving. That's what love does, it gives. Humility gives up self. Pride takes claim of self. But humility gives up self. Humility is self-denial. And that's a life that us as Christians are called to. Humility. Jesus walked in humility. And this is a call for us to walk in humility as well. I just want us to round up in prayer now. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this message that has gone forth. Father Lord, I pray for every single ear that has heard this message. Father Lord, please Let it not stand against us on the final day. Holy Spirit, help us in areas where we may be struggling to be humble. Lord, I pray that your spirit of humility would be birthed out in us in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to grow in your grace. Help us to grow in your strength, Father Lord, and not to rely or to depend on our own ways because it's not by power, it's not by might, but it's by your Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Help us to be obedient to you, Thank you, Father Lord, for humbling yourself, for being humility itself, and thank you for Jesus dying on the cross for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And lastly, before we go, if you're here and you don't know the Lord or you're not saved, and you would like to, You can repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I confess my sins to you. I thank you for your merciful God. Thank you for, for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you that Jesus died on the cross for me and washed my sins away. I surrender my life to you, Lord. Help me to walk in humility. Help me to obey you. I give you the praise, glory, and honor. You are the Lord over my life. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. God bless you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. And do stay tuned for our next one coming up. Have a wonderful day.